0: Episode 76 on the Nine Points, started with a dream podcast. Welcome to Nine Points, started with a dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Yo, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacoby Gillum. This episode, we have Daniel Griggs and it's kind of episode that's one that's well, well rounded. It goes up the whole journey from how... He, you know, was an athlete that had no offers, just said, I want to go pro. And he made it happen to how he's using that same mentality to be, you know, an athlete CEO and can run his own company. A lot of times as athletes, we don't really plan for the next chapter right? or as people, as we say, the life after sports. And it's so, it's unique to hear Daniel's journey and kind of how he, how he didn't fully really plan for, but how he made the execution to, to be ready when it, when, when the time comes now, he's using that athlete mindset to treat his company as a sports team and how he builds and how he leads and how he goes about business. So a lot of value here, a lot of great, great tips and stories you can get from this. So enjoy and let's get to it. Dan, what that that's one that comes on is when you're younger as an athlete, what are one of your bigger dream goals you want to achieve?
1: When I was younger, really my, my, my goals were more so based on like being better than my brother's. Not in a not in a jealousy way or anything like that, but um, my uh, my brothers were really, you know, my family has a lot of really good athletes in it. Uh, my brothers were the two that I really looked up to, uh, and they dominated in their sports and the sports that they did. So um, when I was younger, it was always about competing with my brothers. And, I mean, my brothers were both older than me. Uh, my older brother is uh, three years older than me, and my oldest is five years older than me. So it was always about you know keeping up with them and really <laughs> trying to be better than them uh, and, and and a brotherly love type of competition thing, not more so like jealousy or anything like that. But it was always like you know I got to work to be better than my brothers. So that's how it was when I was coming up in regards to like my goals being an athlete.
0: I love it. So was it was it football? Was it basketball? Was it like every sport and every sport you can play, even Uno? Yeah. yeah so yeah, we we
1: we always competed in everything. So, I mean, from, from, I guess you can say organizational sports, it was, it was football, basketball and track. I definitely got them both in, in basketball. They didn't, they didn't continue playing basketball, but um, football and track. Definitely. <clears throat> My older brother, he, but we both ran a, we all ran a 400 and he had set a record and I was trying to beat that record, which I came close to, but didn't end up, didn't end up beating. But um you know, we competed in you know sports like that, or even just things around the house, from wrestling, dominoes, Uno, anything that you could think of. We were always competing. That's awesome.
0: They're heated too. Domino games. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. definitely the domino games.
0: <laughs> Slamming down five, be like yo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's crazy is, so when we were younger, we didn't have dominoes, and so what we loved playing. So we got paper. Um, like, like notebook paper and cut it up into little like rectangles and had like a whole domino board he used to play dominoes like that. You're
0: already, you're already bootstrapping, man. You're bootstrapped.
1: <laughs> We're already being creative <laughs> with it. <So.
0: laughs> I love it. So, so when you have this, you know, uh, like, you want to be, you want to be, you beat your brothers, you know, in a sense of that, when did it become, I can be good at this at another level or high school, college, or pro. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I really didn't even like transitioning from each, I'll say from, from, from high school to college and then pro Um, from in high school. I never really even thought about playing uh, playing college football until like my senior year. I think it was like, really, it didn't really dawn on me until the last game of my senior year we were in playoffs. And before it was weird, like literally during the game, I was like, I want to play college football. It just popped in my head. But um, I didn't, i I, feel, I felt i had to i won't say if I knew I had the talent or not I just knew I was very athletic um for me I had a situation to where uh i ran i was really fast i ran a four three four and a forty uh coming out of high school and then my i never received a single uh a single letter from any college um i mean there's a long back end story with that n- not anything on my end from me not uh me getting in trouble or anything like that but I didn't receive a single letter from any college. And so I reached out to a lot of colleges myself. I created my own film. This was back in 2005. So I was dubbing stuff on on, on VHS and making my own film and everything and sending out and contacting colleges. But um, I won't say that I really put a lot of in, thought into being like, oh, I know I have the talent to go play. It was just like, I'm going to go play and I'm going to figure things out. So transitioning from high school to college, I chose a college. I went to a small D3 and I went and played at that college and I was actually going to quit my my freshman year. I was such a I was really athletic, of course, really fast, but I was such a small guy. I was getting tossed around the field. And so I was about to quit my 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 freshman year around about mid mid season. <clears throat> and of course, I wasn't playing or anything, but I I told myself I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to do everything that I can do to put myself in a position to um at least be able to compete. You know, my, my main problem, my main issue was that I was just so such a small guy and I wasn't that strong. So I was literally during the season, I was really literally in a weight room like ten, eleven, twelve o'clock at night, just lifting. I didn't YouTube wasn't as big as it is right now. So I wasn't looking up workouts from people. I was just doing stuff really a lot of things I did in high school and then I was just just lifting. I was just like I gotta get I gotta get stronger. Uh and so that was that that kind of set me over that obstacle, I guess you can say. Um, and that's what really jump started a lot in my career in, in, in college. It made a huge difference. Of course I was always athletic. I was always fast. I still did track. Um and so as I picked up more weight and more size, it wasn't something that took away from my ability to play on the field. And so as I went through college, um and I wanted to transition and play pro football, this is really like I won't say unheard of coming from my college, but it wasn't a lot of people that really Said that they wanted to go to the NFL. I'll put it like that. A lot of people will play play pro, or say they want to go play pro and play in a arena a, arena football or semi pro or something like that. But I was like, I want to go play in the NFL, and it was, it was, <laughs> I guess it was kind of crazy because I never received. I had really great stats, but we never we never won a single game my senior year, Damn. and I never received a single accolade, and so it was like, what am I doing trying to go say I want to go play in the NFL? Um, And so, but I didn't, honestly, I never even really paid attention to those things. Those things didn't matter to me. Not that I was just like, I'm going to block it out of my mind, but I literally didn't think about it. I was like, I don't need to have that. I'll figure out, you know, other ways that I could display my talent. And so um, I actually did a lot of stuff on my own. I, 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 I went and I contacted NFL teams on my own. I figured out emails, I figured out phone numbers. Um I tried to make connections and networking, but honestly, realistically, it didn't. I mean, yeah, if you know someone and it's it can be a lot easier, but knowing that right person and having a relationship with that right person is very difficult. So it's not as it's not as easy as it sounds. And so um I contacted some teams like the Houston Texans, I, I got the, the the phone number to the defensive backs coach. And I called and emailed this guy like every single day for a week. And then on it, I think it was like that Friday or Thursday or something like that. He called me back and was like, Hey, Daniel, this is coach. I forgot what his name was at the moment. It was back in like 2005, 2000. I mean, 2009. And he was like, you want persistent guy. And I like that. And so I had a conversation, a long conversation with him. Uh, They had like nine or 10 DBs and guys that was hurt. uh, So I couldn't get into camp. It was right in Houston. So, um, it was only like an hour away from me, but that didn't work out. So I went and played arena football. I got on an arena football team. I got the film that I needed. That was my only goal. My My goal was never to play pro football. My My goal was to play in the NFL, which is a huge difference. Um, you know, it's an accomplishment in other people's eyes on both ends. But for me, my accomplishment wasn't to play pro football. My accomplishment was to play in the NFL. So I got the film that I needed. I went and played on an arena team in Seattle and I went and did the exact same thing. I, I figured out more emails to coaches. There was a lot of staff changes on every on every team, which it is a lot of uh, most of the times. So I, I contacted the director player personnel and I figured out the emails to about twenty three teams. I sent out all of those emails and then um, I made phone calls as well. Like I literally sat down and went to every single, all thirty two NFL teams. I looked at their roster. I looked at the type of defensive backs that they had, and I was like, okay, these guys are around my height, my size, my speed, or if they weren't. Like, there were some teams that that had a lot of DBs on their team, and everyone was between, you know, six foot and six foot three, and they were bigger guys. I'm only 5'11", and I was like 185, 190 pounds. And so I would still look because they may have a nickel back, and it was a guy that was mainly a cover guy. And the reason I did it was because, when I sent an email out, I was basically pitching these teams and selling myself, and I was like, hey, you know, I think I can contribute to the team in this way. You know, this is my speed. This is These are my strengths, et cetera. And so I sent out emails to 23 NFL teams. That's all I could figure out. And then I got, I got phone calls back. I got contacted back for about seven teams. But I actually got opportunities with two teams, which was the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The New York Jets, I had the um, – do a workout for and send it in to him The player personnel at the time, really liked it. He put me on a short list for anyone that doesn't really know what that is. It's basically a list that someone gets hurt in camp or they bring guys in during camp. I'm going to be one of those guys. They're going to look in to bring in uh, that didn't work out. I really depended on my agent at the time to to stay on top of that, which didn't happen. Uh, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, when I sent them an email, they call, literally called me like 35, 40, I mean, 30, 45 minutes later. And so I get a phone call from them. I have a heck of a conversation with them and they bring me in for a workout. And this was like, I have a huge imagination. I have a massive imagination and I didn't even imagine an opportunity being this set up for me the way that it was. And so I spoke with them during the summertime before camp and they did. theirs different at the time. I don't know how they do it now, but at the time, they did theirs to where they would bring guys in all at once. And it was during the season. So I spoke with them, I think, from like July all the way until October. And they brought me in in October. This was during season. Every phone call, he was like, are you in shape? I want you to be in shape. Just come up here and run fast. And literally my name would have been on the contract. And my dream was just like, it was right there. So – um. They flew me in. They put me in a nice hotel. They got me that morning. They took me to the stadium, showed me around the stadium a little bit. They fed me. They took me in a locker room. My name was on a locker in the locker room. It had grigs. They had a bag for me. They had clothes, even though I had my own stuff. And it was literally, like, set up Where it's like, man, this is it for you. And so, you know, we go out to do what I've been doing all my life, which is running fast since I was a kid. And I go out there and I blew it.
0: Hmm.
1: And the reason that I blew it is because my preparation for the entire time going up there wasn't based on what I've been doing. It was based on me looking at other guys that were already in a position that I wanted to be in and be like, oh, I need to change up, and I need to do this, and I need to do this, and I need to do this. And while I was preparing, I overtrained, and I had a strained hamstring. And so because of that, my my hamstring was tight, of course, throughout the flight and everything. And basically I blew that entire dream and that entire setup on my own. Um, Just because I didn't stick with, I always like to say, I didn't stick with the basics. Like I didn't do what put me in that position. I was trying to change up and do what I thought other guys uh, were doing. And that's what I needed to do. So my transitioning from going from level to level, I, I never had a doubt in my mind that I couldn't accomplish and get to the position that I wanted to um but I will say when I got to the ultimate level and when I had my dream right in front of me I blew it just because I made the decision not to stick with what um like I say I've been doing all my life just sticking with the way that I trained sticking with the way that I worked out and what worked for me
0: man I I I visualized that whole story as you as you were talking about it (laughs) and and it's 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 amazing that 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 you got that far because you said you went from being you know the guy who had no offers to going d3 to then you it, the, the having the opportunity that you, you know that, that you dreamed of so so just like what what gave you that mindset to say no matter what's in front of me I'm going to I want to I to beat it
1: I really think that, I mean, I've thought about this actually, the exact question that, you, that you're that you asking, because I've always thought to myself, like, why am I kind of, I've had somebody say like I'm relentless when it comes to my, my goals and going after things. I, I really think a lot of it comes from my childhood. Um, my parents were very, I mean, my parents is just like the reason that I am the the man that I am and a person that I am today. Um there was a lot of things. I was a very active kid in regards to. Uh, I wanted to get into a lot of things, and a lot most of those things weren't, you know, good decisions and stuff. But I had a very, I had a very stable household. I'll put it like that. And, and growing up, um, especially in my early childhood, we didn't have, you know, from a financial standpoint, we didn't have a lot. I mean, we had enough to where I put it like this, you know, I, we we had a, a meal and a roof over our head and a bed to lay in, uh, but we didn't have a ton. But at the same time, we were – I was always so competitive, and I never looked at things like I couldn't accomplish it. And I i liked i liked challenges. And if I seen the challenge in front of me, it was like, all right, I'm about to – like, I'm going to come out on a winning end. Like, I'm about to defeat this. I love this challenge. And it was like that from, you know, when I talked about earlier with my brothers. I mean, I was always competing against my, against my brothers. And it, it doesn't matter, like, when you're in college or maybe even high school at times – but my brothers were three and five years older than me. And if we went somewhere, my parents are like, nope, take your little brother with you. And it was like, hey, if we're going to do something, you got to stick with us. If we're running somewhere, if we're riding bikes, you got to hang out, hang with us. We're not going to wait on you. So I, I, I think I just had that mindset developed um, when I was younger. And as I got older, I never had the conscious of, this is going to be difficult to accomplish. It was just like, I got to figure this out. And so I would just approach it like I'm gonna figure it out, just like I mentioned with you know I didn't get a single letter coming out of high school. I had to figure out how to contact colleges what these colleges are looking for. I wanted to quit my freshman year because I was you know the uh, like five nine hundred and fifty pounds, and so I was like i gotta get you know I gotta get stronger. I didn't have anybody giving me workouts I didn't have you know today's technology to 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 you know look on an app or go on youtube and Get all the information from somebody on different workouts to do. I just figured out the things to do so that I can get better. And it was the same thing when I wanted to go and play pro. It was like, hey, um, I got to figure out how to put myself in a position to catch eyes of these NFL coaches or, or player personnel so that I can get an opportunity. And so I made the decision and went and played arena football and then I marketed myself. So for me, um, it was, it, it, I think, I feel like it was just a mindset that was kind of. Put in me when I was younger, especially being the youngest brother and having older brothers, and then having parents that was just like, you know, if you want to go with your brothers, you're gonna to have to stick with them. If they go running, if they go playing, then you know you're just gonna to have to level up if you want to play, or level up if you have to run. So I just really feel like it was a mindset that was established in me since I was younger.
0: Dude, I love it because I I think a lot of a lot of a lot of us have that. Like there's nothing we can't achieve. If, yeah. Because like I think worked with Todd if if you work hard enough, you'll, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so, so for you, when you had the opportunity to, uh, to achieve that NFL dream and came up like a step short, how yeah. did, how did you, what, what was that, that next day? Like, yeah, it was,
1: man, honestly, it was difficult. I mean, you, I mean, people have to, athletes understand, but, people that may not be trying to go to another level such as pro because, it, it, of course, it's the highest level. And then in the NFL, that's the highest level of, of, of football that you can play. There was so much that I had invested in this sport and in myself from training, from relationships, from everything. Like, everything is put off. My career, you know, as an athlete, even though I didn't play on scholarship, as an athlete, you don't – there's so many things that you don't, you don't have the opportunity to do because you're so invested in your sport, such as internships or working jobs and getting work experience and things like that. So there's a ton of things that I just put off in life that I did because I was focusing on accomplishing this dream. And honestly, I knew it as soon as we got done with the workout because, the, you know, he came in and he was just like, you didn't run a 4-4. Four four. And, I mean, I've been running four threes and four fours since high school. And it was just like, you know, yeah, I could bounce back and I could go do things. And I did. I I continued to play. I continued to train and work for the next opportunity. Um, I went and played in New Orleans and I had, you know, I was on an arena team in New Orleans. But, like I said, my, my goal wasn't to play pro football, whether it be AFL or CFL. I had the understanding that I can take these steps to get to the goal that I want to but I wasn't trying to have an extended career and playing in those leagues. That was just my mindset. So it was very difficult for me to transition away from it and really just to be like, okay, what's next? You know, I mean, the thing is, is that, and I think a lot of athletes, especially any athletes that that read or listen to hear this, like failure is real. I know it sounds good to be like, Oh, you didn't fail. It's just a step back. So you can take two steps forward. Like, all those memes and quotes and all of those things you can put as many deals like videos on, on social media, but failure is real. And at some point you got to realize that you failed. Yeah. You can have another opportunity, but when you're talking about sports from a pro sport perspective, I don't know what it is with other sports, but with football, it's, it's, it's less than 1% even have the opportunity to get an NFL. We're talking about just being on practice squad or just getting into camp. Like, these things are less than that and so at some point you got to realize that you failed and then at that point you have to you have to make the decision you have to understand what's going to be next in life and I kept going you know years after but at the same time like I say I was like okay what am I going to do next and my my mentor when I actually started to transition into business and everything my mentor told me I was like 26 27 at the time and he was like okay now you have to decide what you're going to do when you grow up. Even though mm. with the moment I'm a, I'm a grown man, and so the transitioning part out of it was more based on okay, like what do I? It's weird. It's like what do I like to do besides sports? And so for me, I have a very competitive nature, and um, I, I, I was an entrepreneur because as, as an athlete, you're an entrepreneur anyways, and your body, your body is your business. And so from then, I transitioned. I'll put it like this. I gradually transitioned away from football, and it was extremely tough making that decision, very tough making that decision. I won't say, like, it was easy. I was like, okay, I'm going to move into my next phase of life. This is is the next journey. It was difficult because, for me, I came from failing, and then it was like, I don't know what I want to do. And so I made the decision, and at the time I was playing, I was was a personal trainer. Really, that was more convenient for me because – I could be a personal trainer. I can work out. I have clients. It was still within the fitness role. So it was easy to do as I was playing sports and I wasn't on a contract or anything with the team at the time. Um, I had like a sports apparel company, which I was trying to build up. I have no idea why I was doing it. It just sounded good at the time. And then I was building websites as well. And I started out building a website because of the personal training company. And I was like, um, I need a website. And so I, I was deciding between those three and I ended up going to the website direction, just because I, I won't say I liked building a website, but more so I liked working with business owners and helping them build up their business. And so what really got me extremely changed, I won't say changed my mindset, but transitioned my mindset was my mentor. We were going over stuff and he told me, he said, you need to call someone that's in this industry so you can kind of look, get get their story and see where you, where you want to work towards. And I was like, I don't know anybody. And he said, well, he said, what did you do when you wanted to go, like when you made the decision to go play in the NFL? And I was like, I contacted some guys that I knew that either tried to get to that point or, you know, I knew a few people that actually played in the NFL. He was like, it's the exact same thing. He said, running a business is just like playing a sport. And he just said that little bit. And I literally took it and ran with it. And so from then on, I worked my, um, I built my business up like it was a sports team. Uh, As an entrepreneur, I view myself as an athlete. And so that really helped me transition into doing things on the business side and actually move away a transition from doing football and physical sports.
0: That's a good point, though, like how you said, you know, what are you going to do when you grow up? Yeah. And, and like for me, that would been almost like like a an ego dagger a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, because
0: <laughs> it's, it's like, what do you mean, fam? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> I am, I am growing up here, but what I get it though. is it's like at some point you gotta have to cleat sometimes.
1: You do, yeah, and and it's, dude, it's difficult, man. Like it's it's difficult, and I like I feel for guys that. I won't say they continue to chase the dream because I'm not going to discourage anyone from continuing to take chase the dream. Like you want to go until <sighs> I hate to say going to the wheels fall off. I yeah. don't want to do that. Um, just because of <laughs> just, just injuries and just life and being able, being able to enjoy life itself after sports, but like continue chasing your dream. Like I, I won't, I'll never discourage anyone from that, but, You do have to be able – you do have to put yourself in a position to where, regardless if you're successful or not, there's something after. And you have to plan you have to put yourself in a position to where you can transition into these things after you hang the cleats up, after you hang those shoes up, after whatever it may be. And it doesn't matter what sport that you do, um, especially on a professional level. You have to be able to put your. You have to put yourself in a position to where you have the control. I'll put it like that. Like one of the guys that I, he's very quiet, uh, but one of the guys that I really liked and and followed during football, really for things all outside of the uh, outside of the, the, the playing field, was Marshawn Lynch. I feel like he took so much control over his career, and it was like I'm gonna walk away from this when I want to, because you know I have money stacked up. Or I have other businesses that will still give me money. And then I'm going to come back when I want to. And it doesn't matter if you kick me out the league. It doesn't matter if I leave the next year. Like, I'm good. Yeah, you have you, – like, the passion is there. But outside of that, there's really a lot of people that may have to continue to try to do things because they need to. They need their next paycheck, et cetera. So, um, I, I, I want a lot of athletes to understand, like, put yourself in a position to where you have more control, you have more flexibility in – if you don't want to play the next season or if you feel like hanging up, you don't have to continue to do it because, you know, you need that next paycheck. Or if you're chasing a dream, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to an end, you still have the ability to be like, okay, you know, financially, I'm still good because I have these things set up.
0: And I can relate to all that because my my junior year of college, mm-hmm. I, got a, I got an internship on campus. And I was, and 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 they were and they were on my like, hey man, we want to get you get you more involved. But but I but I had practiced for track and field, and I was like, yeah. And, yeah and and, and then last season the conference, I got dusted by um by like by like a whole second in hundred. And I was like, you know what, fam? I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going pro with track and field. So my school well kind of get, get ready for get ready for this, this next transition. So I quit yeah. track like like mid season. Yeah, and, and like, I, like I don't regret it, but I kind of know, like at the time, it was the right move for me. But I'm like, um, but if this comes down to sometimes you got to realize, you know, I, I had to grow up and realize, you know, yeah, I chased the dream and I achieved the dream of you know being a D one athlete. Now let's figure out this next phase.
1: Yeah, and 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 I'm gonna tell you the biggest thing with that, especially us as athletes, though, and it doesn't matter just from a pro level or a collegiate level. We have and we are trained. And we are molded into not quitting. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that like the decision that you're ch- you talking about, you made some people may be like, oh, I'm a," you know, like I talk about figuring things out, but figuring things out doesn't mean that you like figure things out just means that you kind of do what you like. Like you mentioned, like I may have to walk away from this because I'm looking at a bigger picture for this. You know what I mean? Like life itself, not just that sport. And it's it's so hard to separate. Because like I say, we're so invested in our bodies. We're so invested in being successful in the sports that we do that the tunnel vision that we have blocks out everything else. And it makes it very difficult to put our attention or even want to put our attention or feel like we can put our attention towards anything else. So the decision that you made, like you say, you know, I'm happy you don't regret it. I regret it. Or I had like a lot of, I don't know, the guilt isn't the right word, but it was, like I said, you know, it was tough for me when, you know, I blew the opportunity that I had, but it was, you know, it was an eye opener as well. Like, I I really knew, like, I won't have another opportunity like this, and it's going to take a ton from me to even put myself in a position to get another opportunity like this, and, you know, if I'm just being real about it, I wasn't really willing to make that kind of sacrifice to my family to put myself in a position like that again, four or five, six years down the road. Mm. And so it was, but it was a difficult, like, you know, it was a difficult decision, but I think that's one of the biggest things as athletes from, from collegiate level and from a pro level is that, you know, making those big decisions like that is very, very tough. So I don't want to, I don't want anyone to hear it and be like, Oh, it's easy to say, but you know, I'm so dedicated to et cetera. Like, yeah, like, stay dedicated, but, you know, you always have to think about the bigger picture. What's going to help me later on in life?
0: And, too, I think a lot of us, we haven't healed what drove us to want to achieve these big goals. True. Like, for me, I was so driven because I was I an was underdog that that no one knew my name, that I, like, yeah. in, on a bigger scale that I wanted to make sure I was D1 so, you know, so I have that status just to say, I was better than X, Y, Z, or like guy achieved this level when really D1, D2, D3, NAI, it's all the same. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it just another, it probably just cost more.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: True. You know?
1: And so kind of like on the, on the, on the same thing, like that was my, that was the biggest thing for me because I did have this picture in my mind, like, I did look at it and was like, man, look, you came from – it would be like you came from nowhere. Like, I remember when, even when I was on the arena team, my, my roommate who's still a, a really good buddy of mine, um, Antonio Robinson, he played with the – he has an incredible story, and he played with the, the Green Bay Packers and won a Super Bowl with them. He's from Miami, Florida, and he was my roommate in New Orleans. And he, t- he told me, he was like, man, I don't even see how you even playing on any pro level. Besides semi-pro coming from a Division Three school, and I literally had in my mind the entire time, kind of like a chip on my shoulder, like uh-huh. I came from this small school, I don't have any accolades, like no one knows about me. <clears throat> like I, I, I sat down, I didn't, I didn't work through an agent to get myself in this position. Like I, I, I sat down and I just grind and I figured these things out, and so I did have this whole story in my mind, but the ending of it didn't, <laughs> it didn't end the way that I imagined, you know, it ended with failure. And it still can be a great story, but at the same time, for me, it was just like, this is how I want my story to be. So it was really tough just being like, I was this underdog and I wanted to accomplish this thing uh, from a from a from from an ultimate standpoint, but I didn't.
0: But on the back side of that, though, I think your story, though, is, is inspiring because it just shows, like, when you have the heart and, like, the, the grit, the, the go for it. It's anything possible, you know. Definitely. And I think that that like just, like just like just 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 how like how like like Antonio was saying like you went from, you know, small town to D three, to, the to, to going to arena leagues and then and going pro, then having the opportunity to be the NFL like they even had the opportunity to kind of walk in the stadium. Yeah. You know that's 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 impressive right there. So so, so proud to you, my man. Appreciate it. So so once you got to this point where now you're a business athlete, you know, you're now, you're, you're actually running a business like it's a, like as a team, mm-hmm. I guess, like how did you make that momentum to really make it so where this wasn't just like a phase, it was like a after your career?
1: So it was <clears throat> really when I kind of transitioned my mindset and I was, and I was like, this is just a sport. And I got into it. Um, a lot of things came a lot easier to me just because, you know, when my, my mindset was the same, nothing really changed. Of course, I just, I just say I transitioned from sport to sport. Um, the the major drive for me was my family, my wife and my kids. Um, I, mean, I mean, just straightforward, man. I had, we had bills to pay. So for me, it was like, okay, I need to do what I need to do <clears throat> to build this business up because I don't want to go work for anybody and so uh for me that was my that was my drive and so um a lot of things, believe it or not, was very much the same. Maybe it was just my mindset, but it was very much the same when I started my business. For one, I had no knowledge of all of how to develop a website. I think I developed one website in like high school, and I didn't even really remember that um but my 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 strength and my um what made me, you know, really get into the business wasn't really the development part. It was more so on the business part of helping businesses, uh, helping grow businesses. And so I taught myself self-taught on how to develop. I did a lot of things on the fly. At the moment, I I wasn't in a position to be able to develop our websites for the companies that I wanted. So I used Wix.com to do like drag and drop websites for these real small brick and mortar companies. Um, And I just used that kind of like, to get experience was working with the companies and just use it at the moment until I understood how to develop out a website until I got a developer that can begin developing for me. Now, kind of, I'll I'll kind of pause right there for a little bit because I said a lot of these things were a a lot like when I was going from college to to wanting to play pro and playing playing the NFL. And when I was playing, when I was transitioning in, I used the arena league as a stepping stone to put myself in a position to have the opportunity to be in the NFL. And so for me, it was like, okay, I'm gonna use Wix.com, which is like my AFL, to -hmm. be able to ultimately work with the companies that I wanna work with and have the opportunity to work with them, which is like my NFL. So I literally had this exact same mindset and was like, you know, I gotta go through certain steps to do that. And then to build my business and get in clients, I was cold calling people. And I didn't do a lot of cold emailing, but I did a lot of cold calling. Uh, and and connections that way, and I literally did the exact same thing to put myself in a position to have my NFL opportunity. Like, I was calling teams. I was emailing teams, and I was pitching them, and I was doing the exact same thing with my business, and it was just so ironic how things were literally working out the same way, Um, and so throughout, you know, from 2015 when I started up to now in 2019, there's a lot of transitions and a lot of things that I did to build up my team. Uh, and I viewed my team as I, I always like to say, I started off as just like playing every position, which was, you know, I was the CEO. I was the marketing director. I was the finance person. I was everything in my business because I was just a one man show. But as I built up, it was just like, you know, if someone went for like, you know, played at a small school or you had an extreme amount of talent and you did, kickoff return turn, punt return you was a quarterback you you played safety or defensive back too you played receiver a few times like you played all these different positions it was kind of the same thing and then as i built up i started to move away from different positions i got a developer and then i got more developers and i got a project manager and i brought on a marketing team and so i transitioned from being in my business to working more on my business or i guess you can say i transitioned from being the quarterback to actually being the coach now Mm -hmm. and so I'm more monitoring and managing um, uh, my my team on the things that I need to do and and using their strengths and everything else so for me transitioning and building my business and making it successful uh, was more just like I say it was a mindset and running my my business a lot like you know running a sports team and so one of the major things is that i had huge opportunities like when i say you know the, i remember the first time that i had the first client that i had there was a huge project from me uh, for me from, from a financial standpoint and just from my to turn my my you know freelance business into an actual agency i had some huge opportunities and i kid you not dude every single time even till this day every single time i have a really big opportunity I just like, un- like not even on purpose, I reflect back to the opportunity that I had with the Jaguars. And, it's, and I remind myself, just present and do what you did to put yourself in this position. Mm-hmm. Don't try to switch up. Don't try to do what you think other agencies do or anything like that. What puts you in a position to get noticed and get their interest is the same thing that's going to allow you to close on this project or close on this deal or structure your team the same way, or structure your team in a way that they need to, et cetera. And so those are the things that I do right now. Those are the things that I do right now, and I, every time I have big opportunities, I think that ex- exact same thing. Rather it be an interview, rather it be a podcast, rather it be me closing on a huge deal with a huge client. I, I remind myself, you know, keep doing what you've been doing to put yourself in this position, and things will work out.
0: You know, I need that for myself, just to kind of like, cause I'm at the point now where I'm like, where I'm playing CEO, quarter, you know, quarterback, receiver, defense back. So I realize I need, I need the point where I'm more working on the business with this thing. So I need to hear that. From, so, so thank you for that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it, 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 it takes time. You know, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of things that you may not be used to, I'll put it like that, or that you didn't have to put much effort into, right? So like I said, I've been naturally fast my entire life. Like, I didn't, like, I've gotten faster, of course, yeah, I worked hard to get faster, but I was born with it. Like, I, I didn't have any say-so in what took place. There was just my parents. I was just, right. it just happened. But when it comes to business, there's some things that I'm naturally really good at, like, I'm great at presenting I'm great at doing marketing and business development stuff, but there's certain things in a lot of, well, I put it like this, a lot of things within a company to really build it up that I didn't understand. I didn't have knowledge to, it didn't come natural to me. And I had to like start reading. Like I'm not, I'm not illiterate or anything like that. And I'm a good reader, but I have, I've always had like focus issues. Um, and so for me to read, I had to, I have to have a right setting to read. Like it can't be quiet, but I can't have a lot of noise in the background at the same time. But for me to be able to focus and really consume what I'm reading to be able to grow my business is things that I had to adjust and things that I had to do. And so we're building it up, you know, you don't have to do anything extreme. You just have to do small things and, and gain knowledge from, from reading or listen to certain podcasts or going to, you know, certain, certain, events or conferences to really pick up this knowledge to be able to grow your business and put yourself in a position so you can, you can work more on it than in it.
0: One up at a time. Definitely. So, so, so earlier you mentioned that like you, you, you have, you have this, this web agency, right? And then you said you kind of, you kind of started building, that you're launching a new, a new piece to it, right? That can help, help athletes. Yeah, definitely.
1: So we have a, I have a piece to where, um, we have some standalone entities that that's, that's powered by my company, ATX Web Designs. And one of them that we have is called We Brand Athletes. And We Brand Athletes is literally based on helping athletes not just transition, but begin building up a business if they want to go to entrepreneur route, right? which most athletes really want to. Because, you know, just being an athlete, you're naturally an entrepreneur. And so it helps athletes rather they're doing their sport at the time or they're transitioning out or they're already out, we help them build their business, and we're the team for them. And what I mean by that is that, I mean, you think about guys that you see now, a lot of athletes are doing things outside of their sports, and I'll, I'll say LeBron James, even though I know, I know this is like the, the, the bigger picture um, where he's at right now, but he dedicates everything to the sport of basketball right now while he, while he can. But he has so many other things outside of basketball that he works on and that he's moving and doing it, and that's successful. The way that he's able to do that is because he has a solid team behind him. And so that's what we do and that's what we are. We consult with athletes, get to understand like some of the things that they're actually interested in. Because I guarantee you all, many athletes, especially on a professional level, they don't do a lot of things or implement a lot of things in regards to business. They have a lot of ideas, but or they didn't want to put forth the time to dive fully into it while they're in their sport. So we're their team for them. We we get their under their ideas. We understand the things that they want to do, the things that they're interested in, and then we begin to build these things out for them. Um, we begin to build out their website if they have a mobile app idea. We build out their mobile app idea, and then we become the team for them and do the marketing, and put things in place, and then help them understand as well how they can use their platform to even build their business even more. If you have any type of following as an athlete, or even if you don't, and, um, you know, you can put out the fact that, like, that hey, this is so-and-so's mobile app, or so-and-so's business, then it actually helps grow your business a lot quicker than someone else that has to just do marketing, and they're not known in any type of way. So, you kind of put your name behind it so people know that it's yours and it can drive in a lot more traffic and use your platform to grow that business. So, We Brand Athletes isn't actually, it's not based on us like branding an athlete, you as an athlete, but it's actually based on us growing your business while you're doing your sport, transitioning out of your sport, or already out of your sport and being that team for you to help you be, uh, build that business up and have something, something else that's successful outside of your sport.
0: I do. I love that because you're pretty much, you're pretty much empowering the athlete to, to be more. Definitely.
1: And I, I like the. I mean,
0: I like the whole thing
1: that that I think it was LeBron James started up, but it could have been someone else. Um, but the 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 more, more deal deal,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: the more than the athlete deal. And that's what really kind of made the 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 bulb pop in my head was like you know, I look at that and I look at myself and you know people kind of look at you when they only know you for sports and it's just like they only relate they only can put you in the same relation to 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 a sport they can't put you into relation to anything else except for a sport but you know us as athletes like you know I have ideas and I have different things that I want to do but like I said you know it's just like I don't have the time like I can't put forth the time right now because I'm so invested in my sport at the moment um but we want to empower athletes and be like look you know You know that you're more than an athlete. And of course, yeah, you want to show others, but at the same time, you want to set yourself up ultimately so that when you're done with this sport or when you want to be done with this sport, you have things that are going to continue to to allow you to work towards being successful. And from a financial standpoint, you have something that you can fall back on.
0: I mean, like with that phrase, funny story behind it, that more than an athlete thing. When, I, when when I first started nine point like with the podcast stuff, I had, I, I interviewed this girl back in 2017. Uh-huh. She she was an entrepreneur that, that was a student athlete, and I was like, yo, I was I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was like, oh, you're more than an athlete. I'm Like, ooh, that's good. <laughs> and, and and I wrote I wrote it down on a sticky note, right? And I, I said, more than an athlete campaign. Fast fast forward a few months later, LeBron gets on CNN. I'm more than an athlete. I'm like, Damn, I, <laughs> I should. I should have released it. I was I was trying to be perfect with this whole thing and try to like, you know time everything out. And I didn't release the episode until like I think it was last summer. Yeah. So with with a with, with Amanda Prescape. And I was like, damn it. I should have <laughs> released that thing earlier. I could have had the phrase. I could I could have had the shirts out. You could have trademarked it and I everything. Trademarked it, but now I'm like, I can't touch it. <laughs> <My> <laughs> well, you know what?
1: What's crazy is that there's a there's a lot of other people that's exactly like that, man. And the thing is, is, so I'm like that as well. Like my mind is always thinking of new ideas. I don't do it on purpose. Like I don't just sit back and be like, Oh, let me think of some great ideas. It's just things that happen. Mm -hmm. But like I, like I was kind of like my, my point to earlier, you have to have a team behind you so that that can be implemented quickly. Because if you don't, then Kind of like you say like it's 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 months later somebody else may start up the exact same idea, you know what i mean there's there's a ton of people that have the same thing, but if you don't have a team behind you to for you to just be like, Hey, I got this idea, I want to do x, y and z, blah 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 and it's like, oh man, that's a good idea, and you got a team that you can explain it to, and they can get the work on it, and then they can start making things happen and that that's that's the we brand athletes that's what that, that's the foundation that we are for uh, for athletes, to be able to take that idea and be like, hey, I got this idea. I want to be able to get shirts for it. I want to create a mobile app for it. I want to build out a website and drive traffic to it to get people to recognize it and build up social media, et cetera.
0: Hey, if you're an athlete out there, definitely hit, hit them up, because you don't want to be like, like me on this. Mm, like dang, like man, I could have had a mil, a billion dollar phrase. <laughs> yeah, for real,
1: a like, huge yeah. phrase right there, man. I
0: feel now. I, I thought the note too like, on my desk, just just because I, I look at it sometimes. Like dang, <laughs> like. Uh, but but it's all good. It, it, it's just good learning though. So so, Dan, it's more catchy for you, man. So 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 so, where are you at right now? Social media website you can kind of go and kind of follow you. you can kind of see more of what you what you're all about.
1: Yeah, definitely. You can follow me on social media, um, Twitter and Instagram, Daniel Daniel O'Griggs. That's my handle on both of them. Um, uh, from a business perspective, you can follow me on LinkedIn as well. Just search Daniel Griggs. And then if you want to know more about um, what I do in regards to business, you can go to uh, ATXWebDesigns.com. Uh, but then the other entity, entity that, that's powered by ATX is WeBrandAthletes.com.
0: Love it, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. Like, like just just hearing your story kind of got me inspired for that day. So enough, <laughs> yeah,
1: appreciate it. Me. That's good, man.
0: Hey, so man, so so keep, so keep doing what you're doing because we we need more athletes like you, like like you. We, we, we need more stories that we can all relate to, and, and what you're doing is inspiring. So keep going, on, my man.
1: Will do, man. I appreciate you for having me.
0: Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started with a Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one. Opportunity away. Peace.